Once again, I'm so thankful for, for your invitation, and um, also I'm very glad to uh, be here with my wife. Without my wife's support, I couldn't come this way and this far. And uh, she really wanted to come to sit with you and worship with you. So uh, she was here. Uh, she's here now. And so thank for for being here. And also, I'm so thankful for your seven years of support and prayers and sending mission teams and then also inviting me uh, as a guest speaker once a year, uh, past several years. I'm so greatly privileged to stand here as a guest speaker. Maybe I don't know about my wife. I want to give her a chance to speak a little bit, but um, she really doesn't want to do that. She's very shy. Um, in the past years, I shared with you several things and happenings and stories that happened in my ministry on Seyout and the Vancouver Island, especially Sanish nations. I spoke about the First Nations situation in general, and I told you about they are like a person who fell into the hands of robbers and left half dead on the road. Just like Luke chapter 10, verse 25 through 37 says, There is passing by priest and Levite, but only one man as a Samaritan harp to him. The situation in First Nations and Aboriginal peoples in Canada is like that. The person who fell into the robber's hands. And then I told about my crisis in the year 2006. I made a major mistake in my First Nations ministry year 2006. I already shared about this incident with you past years. The name Jessica, little girl, about eight years old, and I made a mistake with her, and I made a mistake in my anger and grabbed her out and dumped her out and shouted, yelled on her, go home. Uh, because she made a mess, our uh, mission, like a missionary team, and then for the BBS, we couldn't go any further, so I just wanted to remove uh, her from our church, in our church. And, but that was my biggest mistake. Anyway, about five years of struggling from that time, year 2011, God just turned it all around and God made everything good for the, His kingdom. So I got a major victories in year 2011. Forgiveness come and go and acceptance and then the Jessica's family, like a Pelkey family, forgave me and accepted me and asked me to do their funerals. In that year, 
year 2011, we have a new chief, Chief Harvey elected as a devoted Christian and a born again Christian. He and our church work together for the community. As soon as his election elected, uh, our, our, I felt our church and the community was much brighter. And also this year, two-year term ended up, but he was re-elected. So uh, he now on second term for our community, Chief Hardy. So that is major change in our community. Through your prayer, through your hard work, our community stay out being changed and still changing. But I want to share about this passage through this passage, uh, John 13, verse 1. Today, because we don't have much time, I'd like to uh, return to this passage. I will read it for you. It was just before the Passover feast. Jesus knew that the time has come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he now showed them the full extent of his love. This is NIV. He know his time is now up and need to go to the Father in heaven. Having loved his own disciples and people, he showed them the full extent of love. Means another version said, she loved them unto the ends. Another version say, he had always loved his followers in the, this world, and he loved them to the very end. I'd like to point and bring it out a little bit more about Jessica, that incident in year 2006. God taught me through that year in 2006 about this love. When he called me 1999 and April 1st, he, uh, God called me for this ministry when I was in Montreal as a pastor for Korean church. He called me in 1997, in January. We started Korean Church in Montreal. About two years later, he called me for the First Nations. He opened my eyes to see the First Nations. He opened my heart to accept these First Nations people. And he sent me to this island, Vancouver Island, to do the, his ministry. When he called, he showed me this verse and this chapter. Whole chapter of John 13. From the beginning, chapter verse 1 to the last verses. And he showed me, he taught me through this uh, Jesus instruction. And he uh, put, uh, what is that, the towers around his waist and then knelt down and washed their, his disciples' feet. And then he asked his disciples, Love one another as I love you. 
This is a new commandment that you should keep. The greatest commandment is love one another. So whole chapter of this John 13 is about love. The Jesus love. Jesus love is not just temporary love, but that his love is love his disciples to the very end. He, he showed them the full extent of his love. He showed them his love. He loved them to the very end. That's his love, Jesus' love. His love endures forever. He taught me this love. He taught me and he instructed me. And he reminded me, Moses, you should love, you must love these people, even little ones. You should love and embrace them. Don't be angry in your anger. And grab and then dump again. Never do like that again. And through this, after this five years of struggling with this family and myself was a spiritual warfare. They tried to kick me out from this community. And the Satan, the devil, our enemy, always attacked me through this family. And sometimes I so much disappointed and uh, tired and I wanted to escape and gave up this ministry from this community. And I want to go out and escape from this community and then go out to the far away. Even I thought about my home country. I should go back. I want to go back to home country. There are many new churches that my friends pastored. And they may introduce me to other churches in Korea. Why do I need to stay here anymore? Why should I stay? I want to go. I want to go. I want to escape. Much of it is struggling inside of me. And then that is a spiritual warfare. I knew that the Satan, our enemy, tried to stop and destruct my ministry. The Father God raised me up. The Holy Spirit encouraged me. And through many different ways, I wanted to say to you, one of the encouragements came from your team, your church, the VCEBC. I, re- I want to remind you how much encouragement came from your, con- your, com- your uh, congregation, your VCEBC. How much? There is just far more, far more than you expect or you think. Your church supports us to tremendous support. My wife and I and knelt down and pray on God. And then we fell on our knees and cry out to the Lord. Lord, it is your will to stay here. We will stay. But Father God, strengthen us. And give us more power. Give us more love to embrace each and every one of this community people. Through that struggling over five years, finally, in 2011, already I told you, major victories came up. 
bitterness gone and more struggling gone, but God, everything turned around for good. Love, I found that love is patient. First Corinthians chapter 13 verse 4 says, Love is patient. That's the first expression. Love is patient. Without patience, you cannot love. Without patience, you may fall again. Without patience, your mission incomplete. Love is patient. Jesus' love here, His love, the full extent of His love, He, he loved them to the very end. To the very end, even though the cross is coming. Even though he's going to die on the cross. It's the, the, the most suffering way he's going to die on the cross. Nevertheless, he loved his people to the very end with his life. Jesus knew the time of returning to the Father. Do you know your time? Do you know, do you have, have you ever counted your time, your life? Life is much shorter than you think. Time is much shorter than you thought. Jesus knew his time coming up. Jesus knew that he needed to return to the Father God. I knew and I know many of my friends already passed away, even though they are young. Some of the past my friend pastors got health problems and already gone. Their ministries prosperous, but they gone. Their time was up. My mother passed away already four years ago. My father passed away. 37 years ago. And I was in the high school. Everybody. Our time is short. Jesus knew his time. Do you know your time? The opportunity has given you. Use that opportunity to serve others. To love God. The new greatest commandment. Love God. Love your neighbor. Love God, love your people. When God has given the opportunity to love, to share God's love. Do not ignore, do not miss it. Do not miss it. Do not cancel it. Every opportunity comes, hold on to it. And use that opportunity to show people love of God. That is our mission. He knew his time, but also he loved his people. The Bible says here. Jesus knew that the time had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father, having loved his own. He loved his own people. That was his mission. Jesus loved his people means Jesus loves you today. 
Jesus loved you yesterday. Jesus loves Jesus is love you. Love you today. He loves you today. He will and shall love you tomorrow. His love unchanging. His love unconditional. His love endures forever. Do you believe so? Do you believe that? If you believe the love of Jesus like this, forever His love is forever, then you will get strength. You will get power to endure. You will get the power to love. You cannot love by your own strength. I learned that. So after 2006, my lifestyle, my love, my attitude, my ministry changed. Because before that, I tried to work by my own strength and my love. That is limited, clearly limited. The after that incident, God taught me many through many ways and hardship, through many the difficult times and struggling. He taught me, you should love, you should have this love. The Spirit's love. Love in Christ. The love of Christ. Those kind of love. You can love others. Jesus loved his own. Same as Jesus loved you today. Jesus will love you tomorrow. Jesus will love forever. Believe in this love of Jesus. And Jesus loved them not only present to the very end. Jesus said Matthew 28 verse 20 says, Surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. That is His promise to us. That is His promise. Strong promise. Unchanging promise. I am with you until the end of the age. So So don't be disappointed. Don't be discouraged. Clearly, please see your vision and your calling in Jesus and do your calling as your mission. Mission is love. Though this verse, uh, through this verse, I've learned that the mission is love. Jesus showed me that mission is love. So today's title is, what is mission? Answer, mission is love. Love God, love your people. Love God, love people, neighbor. You can find it, what is love? What love is in Corinthians 13. You can find the love there. So many kinds of love. And then there are characters. God is love. He loved us first. The Bible says, love is the greatest commandment. If you practice the love, you complete the law. All the laws coming on one. That is love. That is love. If you love God, if you love brothers and sisters, you complete the law. That is our Focus on our mission to love one another and to love God. Today, like Jesus' example, we should love one another 
and we should, we should wash our other's feet. Jesus just hang around on his waist with the towels and knelt down, washed his disciples' stinky feet. Stinky feet. Can you do that? That is a mission. Our brothers and sisters coming within two weeks to serve our people, our children, on Sayyid land and Sarnic nations. They are, I believe so, they are coming with His love. They have been come with this love. They have come with the past, past seven years with this love. I just wanted to share and remind and recall them. This year also, please come with this love of Jesus. And then you will not fail. You will never fail with this love. But without this kind of love of Jesus, we will fail. We will fall. Because we try to work by our own strength. Only love of Jesus compels us and strengthens us and makes us go forward to embrace all other people. We thank you for your love through your prayer and support and sending missionary teams and also inviting us like today. It is tremendous encouragement for us. My wife and I, BCBC, in our heart, in our mind, your church is a big part of the ministry that we do in Seattle and Vancouver Island. Even though your church has several other mission, uh, missionary work, and you, I think, you have many missionaries to support, and you have, I, I thought, that you have many financial difficulties, even though those kind of difficulties, hardships, and for your faithfulness in Christ, to support and work with us to reach out First Nations communities. I ask God that He will complete, uh, continue to bless your church or your English congregation also, our Chinese congregation. Whoever comes in this sanctuary to worship God will be blessed because your Devotion, your commitment to the Lord is unchanging. And your commitment to the Lord with that is love. And also our church in small congregation, in our say out congregation. Because we pray for you too. And my wife and I, we pray for you. Those kind of articles over there, God will continue to use your church. He will bless your church to reach out many nations in this world so that we can work together and complete His mission that is love one another, to love others, and to serve people. I'd like to conclude. What is a mission? Mission is love. Jesus already showed us in many different ways to love, to wash, others' feet, and embrace people. Mission is love 
you may come in now with this love to show and to share the love that God has given you with our little ones and whoever comes to the church to share with you at times. Father, let us